Wednesday, everyone. Hello, welcome to our living room. Live yes. at noon from our living room. Live at noon from our living room. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us. If you're going to watch later, just thank you for joining us in general. Um, we have a couple announcements that we wanted to start off with. First off, we do have our midweek service tonight at 6.30 p.m. We're going to have a prophetic panel. It's going to be awesome. So make sure you guys tune in tonight at 6.30 p.m. for a prophetic panel. Um, and then we also do have our, we're continuing our live outdoor patio services on Sunday. So we have two services, one at 9 a.m. and one at 10.30 a.m. Our 9 a.m. service is live acoustic, followed by live preaching. And our second service at 10.30 a.m., we will have a full worship band streaming online. Um, we'll have a TV monitor out in the patio area, and we can worship together as we are together in one area, which is the patio outside. But then after that, we have live preaching. So we'll have live preaching at both services. Um, we're excited. We're excited that we can continue to do this. We're excited that... Um, the technology that we can be with you right now virtually together um i think those are all the announcements that we have so Wait, far one more oh at the end of this month something very exciting that we're going to be doing is a baptism oh yes baptisms so um <laughs> we're working on some uh, specifics about it and where you can sign up um due to covid and all that we have to take a different approach to it but nonetheless, we see that it is needed, especially right now. So um, stay tuned for more information on getting baptized. If you or you or someone you know would like to get baptized, send us a message. Yes. Um, get in contact with any of our leaders. Um, we're really the point people for it. But anyone can direct you the right way. Yes. So um, just reach out um, and let us know so we can get that information over to you. All right? Um, I think that's it now. Right? I think that's it. If there's something else, we'll, we'll let, you know, let you guys know. <laughs> but thank you for joining us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Thank you for giving us breath in our lungs, Father. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for allowing us to be here right now, Father God, in your presence, Father God. We don't take this for granted, Father God. And we pray that as we are here in your presence, that our focus would realign that our, our attention would, would come back into alignment um, where it should be, where you want it to be, Father God. Begin to show us the things that we need to do, the places that we need to go or don't go, Father God. Um, just everything that is specific to our lives, Father God. You know every detail. You know everything about us. There's nothing hidden from you, Father God. And we trust that as we put our trust in you, that you will supply all of our needs. You will take care of everything. Thank you for being a sovereign Lord, perfect in every way. And we give you this time. We give you our attention and our focus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's worship the church. Let faith arise. In spite of what I see, Lord, I believe. But help my unbelief, I choose to trust you. No matter what I feel, let faith arise. Let faith arise. 
champion's not dead, he is alive. He already knows my every need. Surely he will come and rescue me. God of miracles come, we Nothing's impossible. You're the God of miracles. Let faith arise. See your kingdom come. I lift my eyes. For the battle has been won. My
your will be done, let your kingdom Darkness, you made the darkness. 
just feel this morning or this afternoon that there's somebody that wants to dive into the unknown of Christ and accepting everything that he has and trusting everything that he has for us. But there's this fear of the unknown. There's this fear of the unknown. And I just felt in my spirit that as we sing the name of Jesus, that fear was going to leave our lives. God has so much for us. If we put our full trust in Him, if we put our full attention on Him, if we put all of our focus on Him and what He wants in His kingdom, there is going to be an open floodgate from heaven that's going to come into our lives and bless us. Just, just for the fact that those around you that don't believe will see the goodness of God and they will believe. But we have to trust them. So as we sing this right there in your home, begin to declare it. Even if there's someone in your home that is pulling up resistance, someone in your family that is giving you some resistance about your relationship with Christ, as we begin to declare the name of Jesus, every spirit of Satan, every demon will flee in Jesus' name. Come on, church. Let's sing it together. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And Jesus, Jesus. Come on, come on.
more sorrow, no more pain, no more sickness. In Jesus' name, we receive the anointing, oh.
your grace still surrounds me. God, you've been good to me. I have breath inside my body, and I have life inside my bones, and I cannot help but praise you, God, you've been good to me. Father God, for never letting us go, even when we stray in the wrong way, you're always with us. Father God, thank you for your unfailing love. Thank you for always, Lord, always protecting us. Thank you, Father God. Um, today, as we were worshiping, um, God was just showing me when we were singing that song, um, like, what's the song you sing? Holy Spirit? Um, Spirit of God. Oh, Spirit of God. As we were singing that song, God was just showing me, like, um, almost like, like little raindrops. They weren't rain, they were gold. Like little gold drops, like dropping into people's houses or their homes. And God was just saying um, to me that, 
only if they asked the Holy Spirit. Only if they invited the Holy Spirit. Because as we were singing that song in worship, I literally saw and I literally felt such um, an anointing falling down, falling down, and God's glory just like kind of little droplets like coming down. And God just kept saying, if only they would ask, if only they would do, if only they would ask and invite the Holy Spirit into their homes, into their hearts, into every situation. If only they would ask and only if they would do. And today I just want to encourage you that whatever your situation is, whatever your circumstance, um, I pray that you would ask the Holy Spirit to come into your situation, that you would invite the Holy Spirit to come into your heart. Because as you do and as you invite the Holy Spirit into your house and into your situation, the Holy Spirit will come. God's glory will come. And I say that with confidence because I have seen it. I have felt it. And I and God has spoken it to me. If only you would do. If only you would ask. If only you would seek me with all your heart and all your mind and everything. And and church, I right now just feel that it, when you do and when you truly, truly, truly invite the Holy Spirit into your house, I guarantee there will be revival in your family. There will be miracles like never before. There will be revival in those areas that you thought were dead. And I see it and I feel it and, and I feel it with my whole heart that only if you do, only if you seek and only if you ask, God will do the unthinkable. God will do all those things. God will do all those things and more. So George, I want to encourage you today and the word that God gave me today um, or this week was nothing, um, nothing is impossible. And that's from First Luke, verse 37. For nothing will be impossible with God. And today as we were kind of pre preparing, it was kind of like we slept in today. We, I'm going to be completely transparent. Like we slept in today. We had our coffee and then we realized that he had a meeting at 11. And I was like, oh no, it's 11.45. And as I was like quickly getting ready, God was reminding me of the word, from this week, which is nothing is impossible. And as I was getting ready, God was just saying, yeah, a lot of people like to say nothing is impossible, but then they forget the last two words, which is with God. Nothing is impossible with God. That we we say these things and we encourage each other and it's motivation, but they always forget the last two words, with God. And sometimes we try to do our, our own um I don't know, our own plans, our own things, but we try to do it in our own power. And God today was just reminding me, yes, nothing is impossible. Miracles are common with me. Um, uh, healings are possible with me. And we always forget, with, with God, with God. And today I just wanted to encourage you what God said that, you know, seek him, you know, seek him with everything. With God nothing is impossible and I just truly felt that in my spirit that God is doing such a move God is doing so much in our lives in your lives and God wants to do more God wants to do so much more and he just wanted to just 
I don't know, encourage each one of you that if you're feeling down or you're feeling discouraged or you're feeling like, oh, you know what, that thing didn't happen, maybe you need to surrender it to him and you need to stop, you know, controlling that situation or controlling that thing because God wants to pour out in your life. God wants to deposit something in your life. God wants to um, bring forth something even greater than what your mind can imagine because he is higher, he is greater, he is almighty, and his plans are higher than what we can even possibly think of. And so today, church, I just wanted to encourage you with the scripture from 1 Luke, verse 37. Nothing is impossible with God. We can't forget the last two words in everything in our life. That I know I am nothing if I don't have God. I am nothing. This house wouldn't be ours if we didn't have God. We have to surrender the things in our life every day, our children, our family, everything. Because I'm nothing. I'm nothing without God. He's everything. And I think God just wanted to remind that, you know, we need to surrender things. We need to be humble. We need to allow Him to move how He wants to. It's His timing. It's His plan. It, it's it's a godly order. So I just encourage you, church, to, to seek Him, to open your hearts, open your homes, to allow the Holy Spirit, to allow God to move in such a way like never before. Last week, you know, we talked a lot about uh, making it right between each other, and, and that's really stuck with me since then. Um, and note to no coincidence, in my morning devotion in 1 Corinthians, uh, I was reminded again, it, Paul was telling the Corinthians, hey, God's given us this ministry of reconciliation. And I just feel like, let me put it this way, when I say go to a person and make things that are wrong right, I'm sure someone pops into your mind. Or something pops into your mind. And it does for me. And I'm saying this because it happens to me. Maybe nobody's like me. But when when someone puts something um, in my direction, um, my own personal life and experiences begin to um, erupt, I guess, in my mind. And I begin to analyze myself and say, Oh, there is somebody. And... Like Priscilla is saying, well, like God is saying, if we would only just do it, if we would only just go, and, you know, we have so many examples in the Bible of people that just went. Uh, I cannot, I cannot say a time that I've been obedient to God and have been let down. I couldn't tell you. And I don't think anyone that I know that has been obedient to God and maybe taken a step of faith, as they call it, right, has been let down by God. I'm not saying that man hasn't let us down. Absolutely, man will always let us down. But nothing that we've done out of obedience to God has been in vain. And, I, and let's remember what it feels like sometimes when God says, hey, do this or do that. Or when he gives us instruction, when, when we feel that nudge, right? Just like that, um, 
go to that person and make it right. That's a nudge. That's that Holy Spirit saying, He's in your life, saying, Come on, come on, I have so much more for you. I have so much more for you. This is your test. This is how you receive the blessing. If, and God's saying, If only we would just do it. If only we would just go when He says go, or stay when He says stay. I just lately, I don't know if it's this pandemic, I don't know what it is, but I see so many people acting strange. <laughs> if, if, uh, I don't want to offend anybody or anything, but it, almost like the panic and the fear and the chaos makes us do, you know, they say, you know who a person is when they're, you see them under pressure. And um, we have this uh, internal... Uh, emotion or feeling or response, let me say that, response to, to chaos, and that's fight, flight, or freeze, right? And it's, I, I ask God, why do you give us this? Why do you give us this uh, response, fight, flight, or freeze? Why do people freeze up when they are confronted? Why is that something that you allow? Why, why do people, are, why are people so aggressive? When someone confronts them and they want to, like me, I'm one of those people that are just like, oh, you want to go? Let's go. You know? Why, God? Oh, why do people run when when stuff comes? And, you know, we've, we've been, <clears throat> when we think about generational curses as spiritual children, as spiritual Israelites, right? Let's, let's think about this. We, we have this curse in our lives. And it goes back to the garden. And it's disobedience. It's rebellion. And a lot of times when we, when, when pride or when all those things come up in our life, we're confronted with that, that curse that follows us. It's been broken. The blood of Jesus and the broken body of Jesus broke those curses. We no longer are slaves to our sin. We no longer are bound to that old covenant. But nonetheless, it will knock on our doors because Satan is a lion roaring, seeking whom he may devour. And recently, I've, I've been confronted with Satan and his works. And so, this is all so real to me in my season of life that I'm in. But when we think about about the situation that you're facing. Think about it. Think about the opportunities that we're given. Are we following the voice of God? Are we obeying the voice of God? Are we following His lead? Or are we leaning to our own understanding, which might be fight, or which might be flight, or which might be freeze? What is the response? I think everything that we receive or don't receive when it comes to the gifts and the blessings of God really relies on our response to what we're facing. So, all we can do is bring it to our attention, right? All you can do, all the pastors and the preachers and the churches can do is say, hey, look, you got a mokel. <laughs> you got a little <laughs> booger right there. Um, and sorry for using this kind of vulgar uh, example, but really it's about that, hey, there's a booger in your nose. Not in front of everybody. Not saying, hey, everybody, look, she has a booger. No. We're just saying, hey, check yourself in the mirror. You might have a little something right there. 
it's our responsibility to say, let me go to the bathroom and, you know, take care of it, right? And that's a very silly example, but in reality, that's very true to our lives because we get confronted by the Holy Spirit, right? And He convicts us. Conviction is so beautiful. It's, it's not crushing, right? It's just telling us, hey, there's a little thing right there in your face. Yeah. There's something there that I don't think you want there. Um, and I don't think you want to go out in public like that. I don't think you want to go around your family like that. I don't think you want to be a Christian with that on your face. And it's all our responsibility to remove those things. So, um, again, excuse me, I'm just trying to bring a little humor in, uh, and, but also paint a good picture, right, <laughs> of what we can do. But uh, really, that's what it is. Are we going to do what God wants us to do? We want to see the kingdom come, His kingdom come, His will be done, heaven on earth. There's a cost, right? There's, there's a, uh, I'm not saying that we can earn any of this. It's all by grace. But God does require uh, of us. He does say. And really, when we look at the Israelites and how they even received the promise, but then it was taken away because of their disobedience, we can't fall into that same trap. We have to be smart and discern for ourselves, hey, there's, there's rebellion popping up in my life right now. That, oh, I don't know who she thinks she's talking to. Oh, that's not of God. Or who, who are they to say anything, right? Or all those things that we will face and that we do face every single day. And it could even be in our own home. You know, our children can, can your children can, can uh, test you, right? And, and can provoke you and, and can kind of, and your response is key. Not only to them, but before God. Everything that we do, God is watching. God is in the midst. And God is giving us an opportunity to make the right move every time. And we can't use the excuse that I didn't know. Open your Bible. It's right there. It's right there. Start reading Proverbs. Start reading uh, all the, the books of wisdom in the Gospels. And you'll see the response that we're, we should be taking in every situation. And believe me, we need to work on this more than, than you know. And I know you need to work on it as well. We all need to work on it. But as we work on it together, uh, I, was, I was watching a video today, and the guy on the video says, does your church look more and more like Jesus? So, oh, and and I, didn't, I didn't go further than that, but are we looking more and more like Jesus every day? Or are we just the same? Are we just this like club that people come to and, and we, we don't really evolve in this walk. We need to evolve. I encourage you, don't excuse ourselves. Let's not excuse ourselves. Let's not allow ourselves to, to remain in the positions that we're in when there's really no excuse. Um, push and strive for greatness in the Lord. The Bible says, seek earnestly the gifts of God. Be zealous for the things of God. There's no shame in wanting to excel in your giftings. There's no shame in wanting to excel in your relationship with God. Even when people say, oh, you're ultra-religious, or look at you, Mr. Christian, or Mrs. Christian. Man, ignore them. Don't ever let someone who's under-spiritual tell you you're over-spiritual. Come on now. That's a good word right there. <laughs> and, and I've been confronted with that. You just got to let it go in one ear and out the other. Know what God has for you. But be humble. Don't. I bind you saying, no, nah, that doesn't, you know, 
do that under your breath. I bind Satan, not the person, right? <laughs> Sometimes when I was a kid, I feel like I was being called Satan a lot because they'd be like, I bind you, Satan. I'm like, well, I didn't know I was Satan, but that was just my ignorance. Um, but we can be subtle, right? And we can, we, there's power in the name of Jesus. Amen. So claim and speak the name of Jesus over every situation and, and trust God. He's got us under control. Don't stress. Amen, church? Amen. I don't know if there's anything that we can pray for. Um, we want to take this time right now, this last few minutes that we have, just to um, go before God and uh, as one body in unity, um, send out our prayer to, about your situation, about anything. So in, um, as we just pray for, for whatever Priscilla has, God puts on Priscilla's heart, and you want, some, you want us to pray for something, just type it on the comments so that we can agree. And as we pray, church, agree with us. Where there is unity, there is power. So let's believe in Jesus' name that he's going to make every crooked path straight. And every open every door that needs to be opened and close every door that needs to be closed. Amen, church? As we pray, type out your request. Amen? pray for everyone that was affected in the explosion that happened yesterday in Beirut. So if we together as one body, um, we can join in agreement. Um, Father God, right now, Lord, we pray, Father God, for, for each and every person, Father God, in that city, Father God, of Beirut, Father God, um, that has been affected, Father God, who's been living there, Father God, who's there, Father God, we cover them, Lord, with the blood of the Lamb from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet, Lord. We pray, Father God, for that country, Father God, for that city, Father God. We pray, Father God, for your glory, Father God, to go down, Father God, in that country right now, Father God. We pray, Father God, um, we rebuke that spirit, Father God, that's not of you, that spirit of, um, of doubt, Father God, of depression, Father God. Um, break it right now, Father God, in Jesus' name, Father God. And right now, Lord, we lose, Father God, your glory, Father God, your healing, Father God, your hope, Father God, upon this country, upon this city, upon each person, Father God. We pray, Father God, for the families, Father God, that have been affected, Father God. We pray, Father God, for peace, Father God, um, to be in um, just a peace, Father God, upon each person, upon the city, Father God, upon every family, Father God. We pray for your peace, Father God, that to God. We pray for a hope, Father God. We pray for a light, Father God, in this city, Father God, to be revealed. Uh, we pray, Father God, for funds, Father God. We pray, Father God, um, for, for, for healing, Father God, um, for volunteers, Father God. We pray, Father God, um, for protection over the city upon each family, Father God, upon this country, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. And Father God, we pray, Father God, for each and every person, Father God, um, viewing and watching, Father God, we cover them, Lord, with the blood of the Lamb from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet, Father God. We pray, Father God, and we invite Holy Spirit into every home, into every heart, into every mind, into every um, um, circumstance, into every trial. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to guide and to direct us, to lead us on how to proceed, how to proceed forth. We pray for a spirit, Father God, of resiliency, to be resilient, to run to you, to run after you, Seek you with everything that we have, Father God. We pray for a spirit of revival within our family, within our children, within our parents, with 
even within each and every generation, Lord. We pray, Father God, for such a spirit of revival, Father God, a spirit of healing, Father God, a spirit of hope, Father God, in every generation, Lord. We pray, Father God, that your Holy Spirit will, will guide and will lead the footsteps, Lord, of the youth and the children of, of the elderly, Father God, that the Holy Spirit will lead every generation to your heart, to your will, to have heaven on earth, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for your love, Lord. We thank you for your grace, Father God. We pray, Father God, for our governments, Father God, across the nation, Father God, in every city, Father God, in every state, Lord. We pray for your glory, Father God, uh, to flow through our government officials, Father God, politicians, Father God, and it trickles down, Father God, that your will, Father God, that it is your will, Father God, that we pray for, Father God, that it's your glory, Father God. We pray, Father God, for all the military, Lord, for all the, um, the essential workers, Father God, hospital, Father God, city workers, Father God, police, sheriff departments, Father God. We pray, Father God, for um, the postal services, Father God, for each and every essential job, Father God. We cover each and every person, Lord, with the blood of the Lamb. We pray for healing. We pray for your glory. We pray for hope. And we pray for peace, Father God, in these times, Lord. We break that spirit, Lord, of fear upon your people, Father God. We break that spirit of fear right now in Jesus' name. And we lose the spirit of hope, the spirit of love, the spirit of, of revival, Father God, upon each and every person, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for your word, Lord. We thank you for your love, Father God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us. We thank you, um, God. And right now, Lord, we pray, Father God, for hearts. Um, God just placed a heart on my on my mind right now. So, Father God, right now we pray for hearts, Father God. We pray, Father God, for hearts, Lord, um, healing hearts, Lord, physically healing hearts right now, Father God. We pray, Father God, for broken hearts, Father God. We pray, Father God, for hearts that have lost someone, Father God. We pray, Father God, that hearts that are lonely right now, Father God. We pray, Father God, for hearts that are hardened, Father God, or cold, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you soften those hearts, Father God. We pray, Father God, um, hearts that are prideful right now, Father God. We pray, Lord, that your glory, Father God, will penetrate each and every prideful heart, Father God, that you will have your way in, in those hardened hearts, Father God, that we pray that you make him soft, Lord, we make him um, full of your glory, Father God. We pray, Father God, for spiritual hearts, Lord. We pray for physical um, hearts, Father God. We pray and we thank you and we declare and decree that every heart, every physical heart, every uh, spiritual heart will be healed in Jesus' name healed in Jesus name and we pray and we declare it right now that God is um, healing every atom every blood vessel um, aortas everything in the heart right now God is God is renewing God is restoring God is healing every heart um, and as we're praying right now I just see God's uh, glory just penetrating hearts I see that actual physical hearts are being healed right now as we're praying that God is healing spiritual hearts God is healing and God is mending broken hearts. God is doing such a work and I just feel like God's putting together um, um, hearts, that the hearts are turning into gold uh, because his glory and his healing is, is um, healing those hearts. So we thank you, God, for your word, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for your vision, Father God, today. We thank you, Lord, for healing our hearts, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for reviving our hearts, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for restoring our hearts, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for your love, for your grace, for your word today. In Jesus' name we pray.
pray. Amen. Right. Let's pray for much for joining us. Uh, we uh, pray that God just does what He does. And you know, on a separate note, uh, if you haven't liked or followed our pages, please do so and uh, help us out and share, spread the word about our our church and uh, maybe share our page to your friends, to your family. Um, the more that we are able to reach, the better. Amen. Um, let them know that we will love them just as much as we love you. Yes. Um, if that's it, tonight, see you at 630. Yes. Um, we're going to have a great panel, and uh, and after that, we'll see what's up. What else is coming? Oh, I also wanted to, for all the ladies, um, this month we are having a, um, a Zoom meeting. So starting in the month of August, we are having... 17th, right? Yes, yeah, 17th. So we're having, August 17th, we're having a woman Zoom Bible study. So every month, we're going to be having Bible studies the first and third Monday of every single month. So ladies, mark your calendars. Um, stay tuned because meeting details and meeting ideas for the Zoom meeting will be posted on our social media pages. So I'm so excited. We're going to be having more women's Bible studies. We love you guys. We will see you tonight at 6.30 p.m. Have a blessed rest of the day.